friendship Anime and friendship Anime friendship Anime and friendship I did a pretty sick hi-hat right there. Yeah, good. <laughs> I think it went better than expected. Oh, man. we You know what? By the time, 20 years from now, when we are both forced to quit this show because... <laughs> by law. By law? Because both podcasting and anime and friendship will be outlawed. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Jr. will decree. <laughs> Neo Trump... Uh, uh, nine nine five seven two alpha <laughs> will be the governor of California and outlaw. It'll still be legal, I think. I think the LA area will become its own thing right now. Its own city state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like city state. Yeah, like just a feudal city, like a, a um a manga Neo Tokyo style thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like it, it's. Like it might have the president of a country, but that doesn't—that's not the person in charge of a smaller. Yeah. Oh no, I meant like it's a tiny area that's like just basically—it's Road Warrior here. Oh, <laughs> it's Road Warrior city style here. That is like an open world Road Warrior, but this is an LA Noir style Road Warrior. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a? Did you ever see Escape from LA? Like, w- would it be like all the convicts go there? Oh yeah. Or I guess Escape from. I'm such an It'd asshole be- for. Oh, it would just be promoters and booking agencies. <laughs> they never, they haven't realized all the talent's gone, and they're just trying yeah. to book each other, and then being disappointed to find out the other one is a booker. Uh, um, all the talent's gone to the underwater uh, colony of uh, that that is now Instagramopolis. <laughs> This sounds pretty. I think we should make a uh, uh, a manga. We should make a Netflix animated series <laughs> that's basically just pop culture plus uh, some darkness and bleakness. <laughs> Look, I've made your next uh, a Netflix animated series. <laughs> and why would we be uh, uh, qualified to do that? Oh, well, because I'm the host of this show. This show? What's that? That's Anime and Friendship Hour, the show where we watch anime, and as friends, we talk about it, and we grow in our knowledge of anime and our uh, uh, friendship with each other. Wow. That sounds delightful. <laughs> it is delightful. And that's me, the judgment of Cody, the co-host, an equal party, uh, despite title. <laughs> I thought you would informally change your name to Cody Host. I, that's something I like to throw around, mm. but but it's not on the business cards. I... As being like the masked ruler of the empire of anime friendship hour, you as the face, the like the de facto leader or whatever. What are you talking I, about? I'm saying We're both on the icon. Yeah. I'm saying I allowed you to take that title that was meaningless and I was happy for you. Oh, and now you realize that I, I had not put stock in it. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. Now I'm like, oh, I have to find another way to appease the masses. God. <laughs> I thought it was Ugh. cute, but ultimately confusing to people. Uh, that's true. I think that, hey, listeners, I think you'll agree that's most of our show. <laughs> cute, but confusing. I mean, let's be real. That's anime. Yeah. Cute, but confusing. That's kind of the premise of this show. Is what, premise of listening. To, yeah. Anyway, I, well, whatever. I, welcome to Amy and French Power, episode 48, let's call it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not the Halloween episode. It's not the Halloween episode. But. We are ho- recording on, on 
all. Uh, Saint Stacy Eve. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> use the thing you started of All Hallows Eve, All Halloween, All, all, all Hallows Ween, and checking Courtney. I am just a little bit high, <laughs> <laughs> just to explain why I can't use words quite the way I want to. <laughs> but you'll notice my devil may care way with those words you're, that I do use. You're half in costume still. That's right. From your place of employment. That's right. Is that your check-in? <laughs> That's my check-in, is that I worked Halloween at my job, and I saw no cute kids in their costumes, and I had lost my faith in humanity. You saw no cute kids in costumes like, on Halloween? Like, none of them! What no, the fuck are what they the doing? Fuck are they, okay, what the fuck are we doing with kids now that I can't look at them being cute? What? There's a, there's a food chain in this, like, as someone who will never have children... <laughs> I at least feel entitled to gawk at your adorable children. And if you can't give me that, fuck up. I don't need you. What are straight people for, Cody? What are they for? Where did these kids come from? Didn't they come from public school or from regular school? They probably came from fucking Saratoga, these rich kids. But then they don't dress up for their own. I mean, surely kids dress up for school on Halloween, right? Yeah. Am I going crazy? No, no, no. When you get on the bus to go on a field trip, do you undress up? Because you're going in public, like I don't, I don't get where. I don't know what no, no. strange there portal are they walk school through. Groups. This was all like little kids or homeschool kids, and it's like you should be taking this time especially because you don't uh, get out. Yeah, like they're too small to like have their own willpower to be a I, Power Ranger or something. I think it's just parents are like, I don't want to get this kid dressed in the morning because they're gonna Man, ruin it. But that is despair. It really is. <laughs> I hope the, your other place of children learning. Uh, with technology, I hope they dressed up. I hope that's the right age range. They better have. Courtney's hitting the bottle pretty hard right now. It's been quite a day. Listen, baby, we all have job problems, baby. But whatever you're imagining is less, way lower stakes than the reality. Just gonna hit you with that. Check in, Cody. Check in, Cody. I saw. Um. Uh. We. 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 Uh. uh, Saw. We being me and uh. my wife and her own person, friend of friend of the show and team, mother of cats, real time fact checker. Uh, we saw a Blade Runner this weekend, oh, which we've oh, been meaning to get that to. That reminds me, there's someone off in the the corner over there. Oh, here they come! <laughs> it's me, Fran Noodle, the film corner parrot. <laughs> Fanny, where did you get that hat and cane? Oh, <laughs> Don't mind me, just just Fanny. I have nothing to do with that low class Fanny. Yeah, Fanny is kind of my, my trench coat. What? Sorry, Cody. That was just me, Fanny. I dropped my trench coat for a bit. <laughs> I could explain what I'm looking at, but I feel like that. I that think it's pretty clear audibly, that we're looking at yeah. a green parrot who uh, has a mustache. Looks a little fake, but I'm not going to judge him on it. Mm-mm. And a monocle looks a little cheap, but I'm not going to judge him on it. And a trench coat <laughs> who looks exactly like Fanny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a new friend. It's uh, a new friend. Anyway, Spaniel, uh, <laughs> oh, what are you here for? <laughs> film corner. Cody, tell me about this film that you saw. Well, let me <laughs> walk over to the corner first. Okay. Welcome to the corner. Blade Runner. Uh, we 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 we're nerds, but we we've never we were late comers to Blade Runner. Whereas I like work with a bunch of dudes that are like Blade Runner is everything, right? Mm. So it's, it's like eighties sci fi, like classic, and it's based on yeah. that fucking book. Yeah. Fucking books, you know, they start things before I get to see them. 
Fuck fucking books. pieces of shit. Fucking yeah. shit <laughs> so, books. Anyway, we both really like Blade Runner, um, the original. We we saw the final cut because uh, there's all these cuts, and I don't know which one's best, but it's very Rot, slow. I believe it's the director's cut. Yeah, fuck Rot. you. <laughs> Rot, I believe... for being into film. I, from what I understand, the only way you can go wrong is to watch the original theatrical cut. Because Rot, they dumbed it down. That. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're warming up to me, Fandrill. <laughs> Well, his name is Faniel. So. Fan- Faniel. Fandril is a druid from World of Warcraft. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so it's very slow and it's very artsy and there's a lot of like good shots. And I fucking, I'm not a cinematography person. Like I never use the term cinematography when I'm talking about a uh, movie. But to the extent that I understand and appreciate oh. what that means, uh, it's Blade Runner. Uh, and so the new one was like that with a more interesting and elaborate but still straightforward plot that and um, was beautiful and good and long. I share your sentiment about uh, the original Blade Runner. I think what? I saw the director's cut. I saw okay. it in a film class. Oh shit! Not taught by Faniel. Oh well, okay. but yeah, you can't. But this was a San Jose State film class. That's cool. What did they teach you about it? <laughs> What was your five paragraph essay about? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think it's one of the ones I didn't have to write about. Oh, okay. Um. Anyways, so I remember being, yeah, I was like, this is a lot of lights and stuff, mm-hmm. but the plot really did. For how much people liked it, the plot was so nothing. It was. Uh, and that's one of my favorite things about the new one. It's 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 a much more straightforward and complicated yeah. plot of just like actors trying to get things done yeah. and, and messing with each other. Um, um, and like a little more de- detective y that ooh. is less like talking at a bar with somebody and then like weird shit happening in a mansion. And this one's actually like, I found evidence. It leads me here. I go ooh, there, nice. meet new people. Oh, that's something happens. And now I'm trying to figure out who's what in this. It's really good. It's three hours long. Do you uh, think that there was a time when movie audiences were satisfied with meeting a guy at the bar as like the legitimate style of detective? I work? don't know. I think really poorly upon movies the older they get, which makes me a piece of shit millennial. Mm. Um, something like like films like The Godfather, like people love. Yeah. And when I was watching it, I was like, what was the thing that made the Godfather like become the Godfather and win? Mm. Is it was just a montage of people killing people? But that's of course how mobs work but like yeah and i was like what was the super they didn't explain like why he couldn't do that before and why he could do that now yeah and then now he's like the don and i think it was just a bunch of dudes like looking up to him that made this their favorite movie yeah it's a good movie Uh, um, but i wanted to say about the visual thing oh yeah yeah yeah. i feel like the thing that happened to blade runner is gonna happen to movies like 300 yeah where it came out and i feel like we all knew it was a shitty movie ah but because Later. it's visually different and yeah. because men who write movie blogs love it. Yeah, it's going to be remembered because as a classic. Because I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate that dudes get to decide what's cool and niche. Because yeah. men have literally the worst taste in <laughs> You are all so bad at things. I'm sorry you hated the first one so much. I definitely love the first one. A I love the second one a lot more. I and, liked the style of the first one. I just felt like... I was like, oh, their animes are cooler than this and have the same vibe <laughs> and are actually Japanese. Right. Yeah, it is like like uh, future cities, even in America, are kind of Asian for no reason. And yeah. there's still no Asian people in them. Um, they do go to a lot of fun, interesting, different color palette locations in this yeah. one. It isn't just all in a rainy city, even though there's a lot of rainy mm. city stuff. Can I say a thing on the Asian thing? Yeah. This is because 
I grew up in the Bay Area. I think that's why I, I'm I've noticed this or at least formed this opinion. It's crazy how when we're talking about America, how invisible Asians are. Yeah. Yeah. And then I look at that, it's like wow, Asians have fucking been doing this shit for a while and we still are ignoring the, like, their presence I mean, in this country. Especially given that the word Asian lumps in South Asian and oh, East yeah, yeah. Asian. Oh, yeah. And that. still, while putting those two groups together in the Bay Area is like close to a plurality like yeah. it's there it's definitely the major minority here yeah maybe maybe with hispanic or whatever but then you go to the midwest and it's like nothing like it doesn't exist right not, yeah. not that they don't exist but like the, their presence in media or the depictions of yeah them are invisible yeah um, or I, in east coast cities i don't know and it's so as, as a queer person i often think to myself as a queer of the people as a queer of the people, I think, wow, <laughs> non-binary people are so fucking invisible. It would be, I can't wait till like. Oh, I see. If Asians can't even be visible. If Asians can't even get visibility, we are so far off. We are so far off. And sure. like, it's like waiting for that visibility to happen so that then you can like address like, hey, and also I get treated like shit. <laughs> Just the, the work that you have to put into saying uh, we are here and a part of this. Right. And we have you been. Can yeah. Even like, like have a. Then people state. can like start respecting you when you say treat me li- at like you're equal. And I, I'm assuming, and this is white man assuming much like the trans community to the gay community, the nine binary community to both of those communities, there is kind of like a wait your turn in line situation. And so gay yeah. rights kind of like skyrocketed into acceptance in the last 10 yeah. years. Trans rights are not there at all. And then non binary is like, yeah. my mom doesn't even know what a non binary person even is. Exactly. Right? The thing is a lot of non binary people, I I know I often like lump do the lumping in for my, of myself. I'm like, uh, like, I will identify more with the trans community, even though almost all that you hear or read or see about the trans community is about um, people who are like still binary gendered. Right. And you know, you, and it is not unlike the thing with, because as I have heard, don't, I'm I'm saying I'm not an expert on this. But You're going to say don't write in, but you really mean please do write in. (laughs) As I've heard, uh, um, this has been reading like, people asian people within the who are our activists within community is that part of the reason is that like the community the asian community i'm doing air quotes is like the chinese and japanese and cambodia and Filipino. right they didn't choose that they, term, like, maybe all they don't them. have because they're not actually like the same group right they don't like always work together because it's you know, so there's not like they didn't the, for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, and in, in the Eastern Hemisphere, they were like not unified at yeah. all. And, like, and so, not, why when they come to America, they're suddenly all lumped together? Uh, yeah, yeah, and now they, if they want to be seen as people, they have to like be Asians again. And right, they, and have, to, they have to present themselves yeah. as generic Asian to yeah. white people. And I think that is, I don't want to equate things because that can be tricky when you're talking about like social politics and stuff. But I think that is analogous to like how within the trans community, oh, I see there that. are a lot of people like, so So I refer to myself as non-binary, but there are a lot of people who's like, oh, I'm a demi, demi guy, or I'm agender, blah, blah, blah. Right. There is a surplus of words that exist because as a community, it's been decided like people should be able to be be what they say they are. So by the that principle, there is a surplus of terms, but... 
in like working to be like seen, it also spreads the field. Right. You know, it's harder to, you know, in your life experience with somebody could be radically different, but you're both seen as like not straight. Yeah. Cis, right? Yeah. And so you're both divided in your life experience and what you want to identify as, but you're also kind of lumped lumped in in together when presented to like the quote unquote normal people. Yeah. Yikes. And I don't know that I would, I think I was getting to a point rather than just making observations at a certain time. Your in this point was Blade Runner, two stars. Two stars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm exhausted from movie it's corner. It's crazy. <laughs> Raw, last film corner take. It's crazy. So we've been getting a lot of like, Oh, this guy in Hollywood has been a sexual harasser. Oh, yeah. It's crazy that we still haven't heard shit about Quentin Tarantino. He can't not be good, right? Or he can't yeah. not be... Bi- well, he's got it. Something's weird there. Right? Yeah, I, I, we all know he's in defeat. Part of me is like... Oh, yeah. Either he secretly has been this whole time, or he is the one that people are so open about his weirdness that it's like, yeah, no, we know all the weird stuff about <laughs> There's, him. He gets it all out there, and so yeah. he doesn't have to like assault yeah, people. No. Holy shit. Yeah, Kevin Spacey was the one that just came out yesterday. Which Kevin's raw talk about a trash fire. Raw <laughs> people. I mean, we. I'm glad that we as a society can handle it. No, apparently being being apparently gay doesn't like let you harass children. Yeah. That's kind of been the uh, the huge backlash on that. It was he pivoted too fast. He's conflating that. He's it's like almost like a, a Trump style or, or arguably his character in a. Uh, not Game of Thrones, <laughs> Game of Cards, that fucking show, mm. where it's like, oh, you were caught molesting somebody and it was a boy. And he's like, oh, guys, I'm coming out as gay. House like, of Cards. Yeah, yes. I had to think about that the whole time you're talking about it. <laughs> I said it as a joke. Fuck <laughs> me. But yeah. yeah, he's he's doing damage to the gay community by I by making by conflating hate... those two issues, right? Um, yeah. I. <sighs> I'm not someone who I feel like I'm actively in my daily life a huge part of the the gay lgbtq community but also like motherfuckers who will like live their life not caring about it whatsoever not caring about like what the how what they say and do might affect people uh, i don't know like you don't have to be a you don't have to join the party but like don't call the cops <laughs> you know thing. yeah exactly yeah that's my bad um rock Thank you. Nice film, Connor. Really didn't get a lot, lot in edgewise. Rot. I'm sorry, Faniel, and you're a new guest. We should have. Rot. No, don't mind me. I'm fine. Well, Faniel, feel like you're being a little passive aggressive now. Rot. And so you're just gonna call me out on it? Okay. Rot. That's wow, a delightful he... new character. Faniel flew off in a huff. <laughs> God, I will say for Faniel, he is slightly less granting than Fanny. Yeah, I think he's more palatable. He's a little more palatable. <laughs> what? Did I hear someone saying my name? <laughs> oh, yeah, Fanny. We're just talking about how much we all like you. Uh, hey, we're not doing Fan Corner for a while, so do you mind? I'm <laughs> just trying to be part of the family. <laughs> yeah, cool. Go hang out with the Kawasaki guy. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's kind of weird they waited that long to chime in until yeah. Fanny went away, but yeah. maybe they don't like each other. Maybe they just don't want to be in the same place. And, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a trench coat that was only partially unbuttoned for a reason. Mm. I've never seen him wearing that before. It's so weird. He's probably gotten the vault. 
There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Boy. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're checked in really hard. <laughs> I think I'm cutting 10 minutes out of that. Oh, oh man. <laughs> You were worrying we won't have enough to talk about this episode, but how could we not have enough to talk about when the episode we're watching, the shows we're watching, still a little bit high, uh, Tiger Mask W. Tiger Mask W. Tora, Tora, Tora. Good, and, good opening and closing. Yeah, both of them good in their own right. Yeah. Uh, so this this is an, an a very new anime. This is still airing. Came oh, out yeah? last year. Damn. Um, and it's a sequel to Tiger Mask from the 70s. Yeah. And it ignores Tiger Mask 2, from what I understand. I looked this up a little bit. Yeah. But it's a shiny new reboot. And it takes place within, like, like like Blade Runner. It takes place 30 years after the original, and it comes out 30 years after the original. Yeah. So it's it is nice. like all the characters I naturally. They've got the same voice like, actor. Like Twin Peaks, if shit had got fucked on that one. Yeah, exactly. Have you been watching the new Twin Peaks? Is it still going on? I, I haven't started it yet, so it's all... Oh, like, I still haven't started it either. Oh, okay. But it's like that. The first episode is, like, not great. And somehow they still... There are scenes in the new uh, new Twin Peaks that still have that weird, like, bad 90s lighting. Like, we just were okay with things being horribly lit in the 90s. Yeah. Like, everything's washed out or in shadow. Like, it's one thing to, like, recreate the style. Like, Blade Runner really well created the style, but it is high quality and crisp and clean. It's yeah. just colors and lights and, and choices. But, yeah, if it still looks like a fucking VHS tape, I mean, that shit out of here. The, there's a few of them that were like this, and there were other ones that were, like, not bad. It was that weird thing with David Lynch movies where I feel like they get the look of real life too right. Uh, you know? It looks like you're in a creepy house yeah like because and... you know you're watching a fancy david lynch movie but they don't use the, but he doesn't use the light and the shadow in a way to make it look fancy all the time ah it so looks that, mundane. that way like when sh- crazy shit like uh uh the trash man and mulholland drive happens you're like what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck haven't actually seen mulholland drive i know i should oh you would like it so much i think <laughs> um it's creepy and also, I feel like it exists within the same world, at the same time period, at least, as um, Requiem for a Dream, but it's so much more palatable. It exists in the same world? Like what? I feel like 90s artsy movies. Oh, I thought you meant like within the lore of the show, no. and I was like... Uh, just an air, another Aronofsky Lynch collabo. <laughs> that would be so fucking insane. I, yeah, I wouldn't even try. I can you imagine uh, uh, um, mother except David Lynch like standing there in the corner right after a nice TM session, being like, "Darren, maybe you should cool it down, <laughs> calm down." I would like to see more mashups. Uh, yes, Phil, really would. Uh, okay, so the anime this week is a user-requested anime. From Cloaca Carnage. Hey, what up, all? Bro from York. Uh, uh, Brian Swords of York, PA. <laughs> he is not Brian Swords. <laughs> so let this be a lesson. A lesson. I'm, man, I'm, man, I'm not vocally with it today. <clears throat> You're not the one who's a little bit high. <sighs> <laughs> let this be... A lesson to the other listeners. Uh, you just tell us what to watch. We'll probably fucking we'll watch it. We'll jump through hoops. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> um, this is 
So one of the takeaways, I was going to say this for the end, because it was very sweet and sincere, but I just want to throw it in, in case people have stopped listening. So uh, uh, while I was watching this, uh, Chloe Kardashian's do who does, like, actual name I should know by now. It, it was not You're somebody broke. else on Twitter, but yeah. that was also a joke, so. <laughs> he, he, he was, like, telling me stuff, like, background info about, um... Japanese pro wrestling, and it was really cool talking to him about this thing he loves that I'm not necessarily into, but like we're connecting on this, and that's just like a big part of the show, and that's why I started the show to connect with my friendies about stuff that I love. And I just want to say, uh, uh, hey fans, yeah, uh, c- come get on this anime and friendship. Oh, you know what? Yeah, baby, Halloween hugs. Aww. <laughs> and Fanny's like blowing his load over there at the <laughs> what the fuck cody cody that's really inappropriate was it i just mean he's this is his jam and he like went hardcore into it oh we, we can cut that out that kind of ruins the mood <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just want to feel free to make suggestions and especially if it's a thing about something else you love uh you know let's let's get Let's get connected and get into it. Yeah. Figure Anyways, enough of being sincere. Let's get. <laughs> I really did ruin it. <laughs> no, no, I am just okay. uncomfortable with having sincere emotions because I, Cody, I, I'm a stony heart of glass. Twenty-four-year-old <laughs> queer of the people. This <laughs> is a stony <laughs> heart of glass. This is not where your skill points are allocated. <laughs> <laughs> no, my. Skill points are allocated on uh, uh, gaming, the Forever 21 website. <laughs> I'll have to ask you about that later. Oh, oh no, I, no, that mostly means like I asked to, for it to be returned, delivered to the store, and then I say, I don't want it actually. Because <laughs> I, then I realized it was an impulse buy. Oh, so it's, it's, it's your own uh, uh, pumping. It's your a own, barrier. <laughs> it's your own. Uh, that thing you drive over that fucks up your car that makes speed it go slower. Bump. There you go. Yeah. Put your own speed bump in. That's nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's so much more mature than twenty-one year olds. Yeah. Uh, so this is this this dude friend is uh he's into is Japanese pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. So the, Japanese pro wrestling is probably the second biggest pro wrestling scene in the planet, That's right? That's what I. Um, ooh, ooh, Mexico mm, might give him a run for yeah. their money. I don't know. I don't know how you you gauge this by like like products sold or by the number of viewers or I guess I don't know how to. I'm assuming WWE in the U.S. is probably bigger just by sheer yeah. size. Does Canada um, have one? I think they just watch WWE. Yeah. You know what would be crazy? A French wrestling league. <laughs> They'd be so sassy. Oh, my God. That would be the... Uh, not to be, but that would be the gayest shit ever. <laughs> it'd be... It'd somehow, because it's European, it'd be both the gayest and the most homophobic shit ever. <laughs> I would love this. What if one guy was like a mime and like his special move was like... Oh! To like mime attacks at you. <laughs> oh my god, there would definitely be a guy who is just a man in like a rooster costume. <laughs> That'd just be it. Yeah, and he just like charge at you like a chicken because they think that kind of shit is hilarious. <laughs> and then there'd just be the dead body of Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and then there'd be uh, 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 um, the in the uh, female league, the uh, just like the acts like she's cool with harassment. Uh with her what i stereotype approaching have you ever heard french people talk about sexual harassment they're super lax about it. oh yeah and then you have to be like uh what are, are all these french ladies just like 
super pretending to be chill? I indirectly know French sexual harassers who work here. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's my small world stereotype kind of checks out. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Bay Area, baby. Uh, okay, so what... what you have... You, when you come to the Bay Area, just so you know, I think this is one of the most diverse... Maybe the most diverse area in the country. Yeah. Uh, you can get se- you can find sexual harassers of all colors, <laughs> all creeds. Come on down to uh, pick a uh, Bay Area person sexual harasser store. <laughs> Bay Area sexual harassers or Bash. Bash! Oh my gosh, have you been on the Bash Facebook page yet? It's also the name of a, a Unix terminal, so it actually has like a double meaning. Ooh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, what? Did, what? Did any uh, uh, background knowledge bombs that uh, um, uh, Carnage drop on you about anything that's not obvious about uh, Japanese? That's maybe specific to them. This um, show portrays it as like a real blood sport. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, there's still that masquerade of that in in actual yeah, professional wrestling. Yeah. In the first episode, but... a guy gets like attacked with. A weapon, yeah, and bleeds. I don't think that happened. No. Although I've seen pictures of, of people with like chains and stuff. I don't know if they are actually used, but it is treated more like a sport. Um, and it's there aren't like storylines like, oh, I want to beat you because you did this shit. It's like I want to beat you so I can get this title because I'm and because I'm better at wrestling. Than oh you. wait, so there's less. It's less a uh, drama story. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that kind of takes away from it. Maybe, maybe I don't appreciate the. Uh, I think there's still the like one big personalities one. though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if, and I also wonder if there's any of that in, um, which is an actual sport, sumo wrestling, mm, yeah. because it is like a one-on-one. Like we don't, like we don't actually watch real wrestling in America, right? Yeah. Like we watch it once every four years for ten seconds if there's an American who's doing well, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but they have like the closest real sport equivalent. Yeah, they do. Uh, to this, and I'd be, I'd be curious if they have any personalities or if they're just like chill professionals or something. Because our, I mean, I think we have boxing, which people are like kind of get hype about yeah, and like they do. trash talk and have entourages. I think and it's shit. probably about that level but maybe more like low-key no more uh, because bo- i mean stern. yeah boxing is like from what i know of of like british mostly came from like Brit- england people being like a well we had nothing to fucking do i guess we'll beat each other the fuck up i can wax my mustache and i can punch you in the face and that's <laughs> yeah that's what we're doing while the crops Whereas are frozen sumo, i don't know actually it's origins but it's like become like a revered it's a cultural heritage yeah there's them. a lot of like respect and shit like, yeah between each so other. i would not be surprised if sumo wrestlers were like i'm not gonna act like a total fucking idiot because there's a huge <laughs> tradition behind me they don't have the burger king guy like dancing around behind <laughs> no, them i don't think ah, so damn it what about colonel sanders we just talked about how <laughs> big he was um okay so uh so this is so this is this is a uh, uh, oh but it, they oh. have other things to say about japanese oh, pro hey, wrestling hey. um it is like so they do strong style, which is less about holds and like you can throw punches and kicks. More and striking. Shit. I was going to yes. ask about this. Yes, this is strong like even style. MMA has this, and they had they called up the other kind of style in here, which was a uh, catch, catch style. Catch style. So I have not heard those terms before now, so I don't Neither know if they even exist in, in American uh, wrestling. But that's cool because that that is that is like real fighting shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even they, in fighting, even in Street Fighter, there's a difference between grapplers and what normal characters. But normal characters are strikers in this in this case, or, or yeah, are strong style, I guess. Um, do they kick and stuff too? There's a lot of oh, kicking yeah, in this kick. show, they and the, there's not a ton of kicking. The punches and kicks, if you like look at them in slow motion in American pro wrestling, are like the weirdest, saddest things because you can't actually like try to hurt the other person. They're like short, and like yeah, and you stomp and you kick, so you cannot you get a sound regardless if you hit them hard or not. Yeah, um, it's really it's kind of pathetic if you look at it. But I'm assuming they have more 
believable because there is a there's more martial art tradition there. Yeah, and so you probably it have to is sell more, it more like related to that. Anyway, so this story follows the story of Nautadate, which I think is the name of the first, the original guy in the original 1970 anime. Um, because they say that the old tiger mask had the same name. Oh yeah, I know they didn't. We That's didn't correct. get far enough for them to explain that. I hope they weren't relying on it just being a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. So basically, we're not recreating the original story, but uh, basically, these characters existed. They fought. They came to their end game, and now another generation is starting, and they're taking on the personas that existed before. Yeah. With some characters. It's that cool that wrestling. Overlay. It's convenient and cool that wrestling is a, a style that allows for that. Yeah, I like that there's a difference between, like, your persona and, like, the human. And, like, yeah. a persona can come back, but it's a different person or whatever. Um, kind of neat. Uh, and there's, a, there's like, a time jump right at the beginning that confused me for a long oh, time. Yeah? So we're starting at a thing. That happened in the past. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Yeah, I they, they jump around. So we're starting in the present past, and then we're going to go to the present present and then we're gonna go to the past past and then we're gonna see a flashback that explains how this is set up in episode so we, three let's sorry let's so cut we that start out. <laughs> out with the introduction of uh naoto and his buddy takuma and they're like the second they're trainees the seconds for this guy daisuke whatever the fuck his name he's a japanese pro wrestler and he's fighting an america the north pacific champ or something like that yeah yellow, yellow devil yellow devil yellow devil that is it's a uh Shit, sorry. True Detective season one, yellow. Oh, Yellow King! God, that was a good season. Of, I have I shared my story about HBO emailing me here. Yeah, I think you did. Oh yeah, HBO emailed me because I was downloading True Detective season two illegally. But like, bitch, you should be sending me thank you notes. That's just. You think I like Vince Vaughn that much? Get out of here. <laughs> it's called a sunk cost in a yeah. market speech. Um, okay, so Yellow Devil's like the big bad guy, and he's fighting the head of the gym of the of, of the new Japanese yeah. pro wrestling or whatever, Bangu. and he beats the fuck out of him, and he slashes him. He goes with like crazy his, on him. He starts... Little fingernails. Oh, oh. I know. Like, how is that legal? Um, like, it's every wrestling. Ba- every bad guy cheats in every match, and it doesn't yeah. seem... I mean, there's cheating in, like, the storylines of the real matches, too, but usually people are getting DQ'd and stuff like that. And this yeah. is, there seems to be no... There's, like, Saint Seiya for one of the guys, and it's, like, <laughs> actual wrestling for the other one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Naoto and his buddy Takuma are watching Yellow Devil fight their uh, boss slash father, Naoto's nice. boss, Takuma's father... Uh, just getting his ass beat by Yellow Devil. Yeah, Daisuke Fuji. Da- ooh, Fuji. Or is it Fuji? Because there's two eyes at the end, and every time Fuji, it's just a long e. Ah, uh, there's fine. I was gonna say there are so many diphthongs in Japanese names that I get wrong, mm. and then I learn how to do it right, and then the one time I'm like, oh, there's probably another sibyl on there, and you're like, oh, no, nope, Cody, Fuji. You, you've learned nothing. <laughs> Fuji Daisuke. Um. So yeah, so he, he's he like he's on the ground and like he's still like stomping on his chest, uh, and he, he and this is like triggers the two boys and they decide their life. They gotta life's get in goal. there to save him. Yeah, uh, and they get beat up. Oh yeah, um, Naoto gets punched the fuck out by a guy named Odin. We'll meet him actually later in the episode. 
Then uh, Takuma gets in the ring. He also get cuttied up by Yellow Devil. Yeah, one slash across the face. That's right. Uh, which is one of your nice character indicators of, I remember who that guy is. He's yes. got a big ass cut across his face. But he also has the long hair. and it's like at least, There are other things. There yeah. are two characters who I did not know they are different characters until they are in the same scenes together. I I got really confused when they kept cutting between present and past. Yeah. I thought those were like separate characters and turned out to be the same. Just then it made sense later. But I kept thinking of Saya and Dragon. Oh, yeah. With with like these two guys with the hairstyles and the face. You're so right. Oh, my God. Dragon even has like a scar right, or something. Yes. It feels like a good like two two dudes. And I don't I don't know what came first, the original version of the show or, or, or the original Saint Seiya, but it. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel enough strongly about this to look it up. Okay, so flash forward. This, they are now adults, and they have trained for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, they're not even near or around each other anymore. No. So something has happened. Naoto is training in a beat-up haunted mansion, and he's uh, just he's killing bears who are attacking him, but it feels like he doesn't have to kill them. <laughs> he's, he's hanging upside down on a rope, and a bear would come, and he'd punch the bear and grab it and swing it around and like throw it on the ground and like break its neck. Yeah. And then his family would come home and they're like, oh, bear meat again. Ugh. Have they never played Oregon Trail? Like a bear is a fucking skill shot. Like you yeah. need, that is, that is like, stop the exposition, exposition. Like you can't carry more meat back to the cabin. You'll eat for weeks. Yeah. We, we want him killing like squirrels. Like you want 19 squirrels for dinner? Well, I. One bear. We've talked about bear eating on this show already. I guess it's not great. Is it's it like or, gross what was the moral? and gaming. Yeah. But the things they wanted, or I guess he said, should I get deer? And then the little uh, girl said, um, I guess she's not that little. She's like 19. Get beef. Uh, get a cow, you dumbass. And it's yeah. Like, that's theft though. Like you're going to find a wild cow. Yeah, but I also feel like. I was going to say they don't have to eat this bear, but then I was like, maybe they do have to because we're also going to do the body when a forest ranger comes. <laughs> the DNR locking down that shit. Yeah. Also, later we find that the uncle guy uh, had quit his job for this. So I don't even know what the income stream is here. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's like winning matches every week for that prize money, I don't, I, which I don't think has but, started yet. But then how are they paying for it before they, that he started competing as Tiger Mask? Because when we start this, he doesn't, he's not starting out as Tiger Mask. Right. But he, you know what? The family of Naoto is not very well explored. They're not really, no. He could just be living off his savings. But once he was adopted, uh, now he's like been living with... Uh, so we should introduce these characters, I guess. There's a... um, We have the girl one. Haruna. Haruna. Takoaka. And Takoaka. And... Ta- it's Haruna Takoaka and Kentaro Takoaka. But- Excellent. <laughs> so they have a, a, a mechanic shop that no one seems to run, actually. They even have a scene of it of uh, Kentaro being like, hey, uh, I'm going to train this guy, so we're closing the shop for, like, a while. <laughs> oh, my God, and that pissed me off so much because it's like, where the fuck her employment, bitch? Yeah, she said she went to high school specifically to save this shop yeah. and keep it going, and then she comes home on, like, her first day, presumably mm-hmm. tuition paid, I don't know, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm shutting it down for this guy, no details. Yeah. And she's pissed. And she cries, and it's like, bitch, I will cry, too. And it cuts back to her remembering it fondly with all a smile on her face. Yeah. Now she gets it. It's like, there's no... Now she's the cute agent, again, for what revenues Yeah, thing, but maybe I mean, it, listen, working in a mechanic shop, being an agent, I get there's one that I would find more appealing, but... <laughs> come on now. Anyways, so what happens to Takuma, you ask? The, the son of this man, he is training with the Taiga's Den. <laughs> 
He's climbing the Alps, much like the rest of the uh, uh, fucking Pegasus Knights. What the fuck were they called? Oh, the, the the saints. <laughs> I don't it's fucking remember. It's like the same remember. scene. All right, they're climbing the mountain, and he gets to the mountaintop first, so he gets to be like the leader yeah, of yeah. the new class of the den of the yeah, he's tiger. Tiger the dark. Tiger the dark. I love it. And I love how there's two characters, Tiger Mask, and tiger there's Tiger the dark. the dark. And so if you drop the common denominator, if you reduce the equation, you just have Mask versus the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Tiger the Mask, and it's not Tiger Dark or Dark Tiger. It's No. So I, I don't know. It. So he's he's endowed this through uh, the new leader of the Tiger Ms. Clan. X. Yeah, Tiger Dan, Miss Ms. Ms. No, Miss Miss X. And then you want to talk about bal- titties that literally look like balloons? <laughs> they look very fake. They're like I don't the shape judge. of balloons. Uh, oh yeah. my boy! Blonde hair, uh, American woman, and this is like the portrayal of that. Um, and. So she's putting this clan together, and what their their goal? They are the GWM, the Global Wrestling Monopoly, which is so straightforward about like uh, this is what it is. A shorthand, just Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think this is supposed to be WWE. I don't I know. I think so. Right, and so what they're saying is Japan kind of kicked them out a long time ago, back in the original yeah. like arc or whatever. They're being shitters because they're all evil pieces of shit that literally kill people with yeah. blades and like concussions and shit. Um, and so their their big master plan here is to assemble this thing and to, to break out back into Japan and get yeah. Japanese people uh, excited about their, their awesome wrestlers or whatever. Which is like, and so their plan to do it is by just like beating the shit out of the Japanese wrestlers. It's like, <laughs> way to not know how insular Japan is. <laughs> like, maybe you should like, pro- you know what they love is just like, you know, it's was the guy in uh, uh, um, Men in Black who does the coffee commercials in Japan? The old guy, not Will Smith. Oh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. They love him because he'll just like be a white guy speaking Japanese. That is crazy for them. They love that shit. <laughs> so you don't do it by having your got your your whiteies beat up their their in bros. a dishonorable way too. Exactly. You just like endear yourself a little bit. You know what? Have have them talk about like, yeah, I watched Evangelion. It was really fucking weird. Uh, uh, you know, that's how you make people like your, you know, you know karaoke stuff. Like, yeah, karaoke. <laughs> I, all wrestling plot lines break down when both characters are trying to win. Yeah. I, okay, so I'm just saying that their business plan is bad and doo doo. <laughs> they're they're big. Uh, thank you, thank you for. That. <laughs> Oh, is this uh, is this business tips corner? We haven't checked in with that since uh, since the Bay Area Business <laughs> Podcast Network. <laughs> Finial, the financial parent. Finial. <laughs> oh, is it host of Faniel? <laughs> or what? Fin- fi- uh, 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 thinking of a better name. Um, <laughs> Finway, the financial parent. <laughs> oh, hey, Finway. What's fin- what's fin- you you want to address Finway? <laughs> Finway, it would be really helpful for us if our, if our actual um, uh, Japanese media uh, fan slash criticism podcast were to have viewership or listenership in Japan. So how do we how do we crack that egg? How do we how do we get in there? How do we make Japan not like the seventh most listened city and maybe like the second or first most listened city? Be in the Japanese language. Well, damn, can't argue with that. What did read it or? 
be in Japanese. Oh, shit. That's a lot of effort. That is a lot of effort. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Fenway, you're you're a little bit more coquettish compared to your brothers. (laughs) 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 You just did a sachet. Oh, my God. I wish I could all meet each other. It'd be such a fun like. Party. I wish they're all the same style of green parrot. <laughs> all <laughs> all go on their own little Stranger Thing adventures together. Yes, man, our family's getting bigger and bigger every day. Oh, so many friends. I'm so glad they stay at your house and not mine. <laughs> it, by the way, it is filthy in the anime friendship hour vault. There is parrot feces everywhere oh yeah they 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 expect us to clean up after them oh and at my this point, god it's just a standstill just to see who will crack first i mean and they're bullying kawasaki guy yeah he can he's got two fists he can stand up for himself he actually can't, you're too hard on him he's permanently sitting i actually can't stand up at all <laughs> he's very clean now though Yes, yes. Uh so WrestleMax is the name of their WrestleMania like big end game uh yeah. wrestle event, but we have a lot of things leading up to that that have plot implications. Um so the first is uh so the the two main dudes have alternate identities now. They have Tiger yeah. Mask and Tiger the Dark and they're going to start doing real fights, getting followings, that kind of thing. The first uh bad guy is Odin cuz he actually was there at the Yellow Devil yeah. event and he's the only one that's kind of linking this these two things together. And so um, he's having a match with some nameless folk who we see later as part of the gym that dad part of the uh, new Japanese wrestle. Yeah, something like that. But he's like short change, basically. Yeah. Little Uh, guy from local gym. Yeah. Local guy, local gym going to the bar every every Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) Getting the usual. Getting the usual. Uh, uh, I'm from Japanese Chicago. (laughs) Having too many drinks, getting in his car, having the the cops say, "Hey, take it easy now," and he goes, "I got that. Don't worry about it." Hey, you. don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> see you, see you at mass. <laughs> so that guy. So this is a stage. This is a this is a, a ruse. Oh yeah. Uh, and he he leaves the ring because this new guy, Tiger Mask, I shows up. I think he up. was originally supposed to beat him. I mean, supposed to fight uh, Odin, but then yeah. uh, Kentado is like. You know you're a piece of shit and you're not gonna win. Why don't you why don't you step down? Let my, I, I think my he boy takes money. Shot. I think oh, he yeah. gives him that, that oil shop money. <laughs> oh, yeah, saved that up. makes sense. Uh and then uh, everyone at the event is confused, and I think Miss X is the one like commentating it or whoever's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh and uh her, her, Haruna, fuck, Haruna. Haruna just like grabs the mic from her and is just like, There's a new challenger. How do they even get in? I don't know. Maybe they bought tickets. But, like, how do they get backstage? I don't know. I don't know. A big, tough guy, little girl. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I really like Harona. Yeah, she's a go-getter. She's just pleasant and fun the whole time. There's nothing too weird. She's a little light, but, like, it, yeah. It, it's she's a, she's, a, she's a smidgen of Mako and, yeah. like, a smidgen of, like, someone that's, like, actually, like, more in charge of agency of their life mm-hmm. and the main character and stuff they had some some authority because they're like organizing. she is a better female character than i would expect from this show right even uh miss x with balloon titties is a better <laughs> main female character than i would expect because she is like calling most of the shots most of the shots are being called of what we see and get called by her yeah Despite so, the fact that every scene that she's in starts at like a like waist chest shot area and then yeah. moves upwards <laughs> yeah um uh, uh i was just saying i was expecting this to be a show that had like virtually 
zero basically zero female characters ah so you know i so this is better than that yeah and it's actually not terribly fan servicey it's it's basically not even pg-13 like yeah. it's except for miss x and like honestly you get uh, uh numb to that pretty easily yeah okay so so they he so tiger mask fights this guy and she's saying this is really important because he just put on a tiger mask and suddenly he's supposed to be a tiger and they're like no we run a fucking den of tigers some motherfucker can't just show yeah, up, put a mask on, and be like, tires. We are the tigers. Yeah, he didn't get his tiger certification. Yeah, there used to be the tiger mask who used to be a part of them, or yeah. he fought them. He used to be part of them, and then from the inside took them down. Yeah, that's and right. And that was right. the original arc in the original tiger mask. That's right. And his friend was old oil shop man who is now training this guy. Yeah, and later. old oil shop man, we learn later, used to be the original yellow devil. That's right. That was his station. Okay, so that... And I... Which led me to believe, do we think in 1977, uh, when this oh, guy is... no. Do we think he took that name or that the evil American GWM gave him that name? <laughs> Yikes. Black Python is also a guy in the show. Yeah, but he's British black, so it's <laughs> better. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, mean, you get oppressed in a fancier way. <laughs> Uh, the fight doesn't go that far. Uh, there's some fun things. Chicken wing, face lock. There's some fun names of moves, and they're all yeah. very practical, low, like like real believable fighter names, like the the Boston suplex or something like that. So they're not like fun in like a Street Fighter Saint Seiya way, but they're fun in like a everything has a name. Yeah. And they're like kind of practical moves. They're fun. They're fun in a Cody way. <laughs> so you're not having fun is what you're saying. No, no, I'm having a fun. It's just like it has a name and it's practical, and you can be good at it, and you can improve at it. <laughs> These are the things that I know Cody likes. Aww. Like rules, and structures, and bullet points. Labels? And... Yes. Categorizations? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but I want to say this. I've seen your phone. It's way more disorganized than mine. Uh, that's because app. I switched to iPhone, and iPhone uh, refuses to let you have a nicely organized phone, and just Make dumps folders. all your shit on. But your desktop is your desktop and an Apple iPhone desktop is your app list. Like an app does not exist if it's not on your desktop. And that is the most abhorrent idea to me in the world that I just let it wash over me and take over. And I'd like, I just you have a messy phone. You don't know how to make folders? I can make folders, but then you just have a bunch of like on Android, like your desktop is whatever you want to be on your desktop. And then you can click your apps button to see all the apps on your phone. Most of which you don't want to fucking look at even in a folder. And on iPhone, these are the same concept, which is ele more elegant, perhaps, but it means everything has to be visible, even if there's things you want scrolled away, uh, like things that came on your phone that you don't even want in your phone. Uh, I really, really, really like my phone, my new, uh, my, my new, my old iPhone uh, 6S, uh, and I, I swear by it, but there's a couple things Apple-wise that still just like, like the spear of Longinius killing Christ, like just stabs oh. me in my heart from below. <laughs> That's how fucking biblical I get <laughs> design decisions. It is kind of a mess, though. Uh, sorry. Uh, anyways, episode two. So we start with the blonde guy. And the guy who we'll later learn is Ryu Wakamatsu and not Naoto. Yeah, so I got these guys mixed yeah, up. Yeah, same, same. I literally went back in my notes and relabeled his name to be yeah. Ryu and then realized that was not true and had to fix it again. Yeah, no, they're the same guy. Virtually the same haircut. Yeah. Like, uh, you can't make no, your dudes this... No scar or bandana. Can we say this? Naoto is so... He is the most bland motherfucker. He might be the blandest protagonist we've had so far. Yeah. Yes. 
I, I think I agree. I mean, he wears a mask when he fights, which is at least the iconic thing. Yeah. But he's a bland, bland dude. And Ryu, when he fights, is the most bland fighter because he just wears a black Speedo. Yeah. And that's it. He's like Kanji in Persona 4 at the beach. Like, it's back but to basics. Kanji still, ha- still has a Kanji personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, bland personality-wise and, and fashion-wise, I guess, in yeah. this case. But for all the wrestlers having masks and having fun things, like, Ryu is just, like, the like a body. He's just, like, a dude out there. Oh, my God. I just like that he's named Ryu because it's a street fighter thing, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just a normal name, and I'm just like, ooh, it's, like, a different thing I heard about. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we see Odin being shipped back off to the tiger's den, and he's freaking the fuck out because she- he's going to face the tiger's death. She'll execution. give him the tiger's execution, is what she said. I do not know what that means. Yeah, the word tiger on there lessens it, because it you're probably not going to kill him, but that must be something terrible. Yeah. I, I think he's just kicked out of the club, but we don't. We never see him again, I bet right? he gets kicked out of the club and, like, injured in a way that he can't wrestle again. <laughs> and, and for this show, I don't even know what that would be. But. Yeah, I have no idea. But anyways, they introduced the Black Python who's coming to fight, and he's the UK champ. I didn't think um, wrestling was big in the... I didn't think so either. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, but he has the best mask. It's like <laughs> big and colorful, and there's a thing on the head that like goes down like a snake tail, yeah. and one eye is like sewn shut, so it looks like he's always winking. <laughs> he is so much fun. Yeah, he's I mean, cool. He, his character design is a lot of fun. He himself actually ends up being very boring. Yeah. And it was, uh, uh, so they have a press conference, and that's where Haruna goes to be the cute agent. Yeah, the the old guy wants to go, and she's like, you're not, what is, you're not photogenic, photogenic. <laughs> which is great. Uh, she has fun. Um, and yeah, she just goes and, like, interrupts the, the press conference and, like, talks smack to her, or the, to Miss yeah. X, right? And Miss X is, like, you incredulous. You should thank us, because that other guy left, and then we had Tiger Mask, and it's like, you're still probably like broken entered to something. I think you still did illegal shit. <laughs> uh, they kind of part ways and then they both get a call from the guy who's running the NJPW. The new- yes. Haruna just gets a call she and and, and, and Miss X is like in the shower and has to come yeah. out and answer the phone. Um, and they said, okay, so for the sake of it, there's a lot of business in this show early yes, on. Yes, I loved it. Yeah, a lot of like politics and like this organization's running this and this organization's involved and you have to like negotiate with them and like you get half the prize money. And then so like this management guy, even though he, even though the Tiger's End is like this supposed to be this super powerful like thing or whatever he's in still Monopoly. still punches. Yeah, he's like, look, he's in Japan I'm trying to like, run a show yeah. and for this show, you have to fight before the big fight. You have to have a, an introductory fight yeah. that's lower stakes. Even though no, neither one wants to do it, they still do it because it makes sense. And that's kind of, it's a really cool kind of nuanced yeah. thing to do. Uh, I was talking to uh, York bro. I was like, yeah, it's, uh, I asked him if the business side was about accurate and I got it confirmed Yes. That's cool. I think it's kind of like the tennis things you've been watching. It's like there's yeah. a couple things that are like important to the people that, who are really in on it, and yeah. they use that as kind of like big plot points of like, well, this this will change this episode's trajectory because we can talk about this, and this yeah. is kind of interesting or whatever. And I love that. I like the delineation of making the fights more fantastic and then having the business side of it being very uh, true to life. Yeah, they kind of have it both ways because they're doing like way too dangerous things that would actually kill people. But then since they don't kill people, they're still allowed to make it like an entertainment product and have that real life like aspect to it. It, it, They did walk a really fun line with that because unless unless it's like glow or something that's like really getting to the drama that it is fake and people have to work together and still Mm -hmm. be antagonistic, like that's a fun angle. But if you're going to have people be enemies, then this is a much more fun thing than Saint Seiya, where it's just like, oh, you're fighting again, and one wins. And then the other well, one... Saint Seiya, 
they're not like it's not it's not about the product I it, guess, it's but. not relating to any uh real world thing it's just like these are guys fighting because they have to fight because <laughs> they're they're the saints which they is got, a made-up thing they gotta get the dragon balls or whatever yeah 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 so th- th- that's probably one of the best like fun world building aspects of this is yeah the, is, is the little commercial society or whatever that exists here and it, i i liked seeing haruna being able to talk her way into like getting the fight yeah but then also like she still gets like taken for a ride a little bit but so does miss x like yeah they're kind of equals here exactly like that's pretty cool the reality one- of when you're willing and dealing you You'll get the wins, and then also you get kind of fucked over sometimes. There was one shot which they were like kind of like having a face off, and they're both like mm. leaning in like ten degrees and like defiantly looking at each other. But Miss X is like much taller, and she's like the big boobs and stuff like that, and it's like American with blonde blue eyes. And then Haruna was like nineteen year old and like Japanese looking, and I was like, I wonder if this was kind of like supposed to be like a microcosm of like the japan like standing up to the west and being defiant oh yeah no that's a lot of this show yeah and i thought that was kind of cool like and i really really dug haruna's character and i was like this is like i'm rooting for this this is Um, cool i i have both two feelings about this on one hand i do like that like the idea of japan standing up to the west because it's like we don't need cultural imperialism we don't need like this uh, economic imperialism that you you have a lot at the same time um i don't know if we've talked a lot about it we talked you and I have had a conversation about it, about the, uh, um, you and me, Courtney and Cody people in the world, but not you and me, Courtney and Cody, Cody characters who in the lore of the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cody, the dark and Courtney mask. <laughs> Courtney mask. Uh, um, anyways, um, about God, I forgot the name, but the like Japanese alt, right. That exists mostly on the internet two channel and stuff. So when I, uh, and a lot of them are like very involved with like anime and stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of their original like organization things came from like, stop showing Korean shit, show more anime. Oh. It like became a thing that. What, was it also like the art form became slightly more progressive or had more progressive outlets and wasn't complete like fan service all the time? And no, no, they, no, no. They... I they... think it's gotten worse. Really? Oh, I okay. think it's gotten worse to appeal to these guys. Okay, because um, Gamergate was the opposite, right? As soon as there was feminist games, they lost their mind, organized, yeah. and now Trump's the president. Yeah, no, saying- it's not like, I think they're not like, I don't think women's rights is, it's like, how far are we going with sexualizing women? Right, okay. Um, anyway, sorry but, to but, but what I want to say, um, so a bigger free thing for them is like exclusionism and like keeping Japan isolated culturally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, for... When I see a lot of this, like, uh, oh, fuck you, Japan's the underdog, I I feel like a, how much does it speak to that mindset that they have about right. Japan being the underdog, and that's why we have to, like, hate everything else that's not Japanese. That's why we have to, like, discriminate against Korean and Chinese people. That's why right. we have to not let immigrants in, you and know? It's, and, and you were saying it's a, it's much more monolithic culture immigration-wise. Yeah. And, um, and, that, and I, it's... I kind of have two thoughts on that. One is uh, they have a history of, you know, uh, well, being imperialists themselves, also being victims of like American imperialism, Adam yeah. Bob and shit like that, and being a smaller and population country. And then, um, so you can kind of see how they would feel like they are the underdog on a few oh, scales yeah, that, that, that would feed into much easier because it's true in some ways. Uh, but then when I hear American conservatives 
have a victim complex and talk like we're the underdogs, yeah. despite the fact that we're the world superpower, the world economic power, yeah, have all the privilege is... in the world, and like they have to f- completely mentally construct this idea that they are underdogs and victims and fighting against this more powerful force that doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. Like, and that's like, so that's, frustrating. Yeah, because uh, like how much of this is relating to the reality of the situation and how much of this is like similar to that mindset. Right, like that mindset needs to exist for these like alt-conservative views to be yes you can't be a racist piece of shit unless you unless think you you're the like underdog you're being already attacked right exactly and so you need to construct this and so yeah i don't know i guess i said everything i was gonna say about it uh Politics. so that and it's and i don't know that if i feel like wrestling isn't the most progressive like you don't say so. you don't say i know so you get the um overlap of anime and wrestling oh, okay but then also wrestling can be very international so i feel like if you're a fan of that maybe you have like a wider view of the world than like a non-fan yeah i don't know i don't know the thing is it's like if i if i was the japanese version of courtney i'd probably be able to like read all this shit and like know exactly how i felt about it but i don't have all the uh context sure and it's it's i don't know how i feel about a lot of the american analogs of this crap oh yeah yeah yeah. no same same like in American wrestling, like there's women wrestlers and some of them are like just straight, like kind of there for looks. I mean, it's all fake. So like it doesn't yeah. really matter. But then some of them are like legit, like bodybuilder kind of muscly people. Yeah. And they're not like, while I'm sure there are fans of some and the other, like they're largely portrayed as heroes and have fans and, and stuff. So it's not completely about adhering to like non muscle standards yeah. for them, I guess. I don't know. I grew up when, um, when like, the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then from the female side, uh, uh, China was like the big mm. stars or whatever. And I kind of saw China go from like, oh, she's like the woman wrestler that could actually kick your ass, to like, oh, she's the top one of the ten they have now, and they're not all like just models or whatever. Yeah. But then they still had the models, right? And so, super regressive, problematic storylines and and things, especially given that it was targeted at, like, 12-year-old boys. Yeah. Uh, really terrible. But then... Uh, uh, what would a, the storylines for women be? Um, well, there was a lot of, like, like, two dudes were fighting, and one of them was, like, their girlfriend would be with them on the side of the ring, who was, like, a named character. Mm. Um, and then uh, when that guy was in trouble, she would go, like, sexually distract the other wrestler... And then, like, seduce him for a second, and that allowed her boyfriend to, like, get his wits about him and then, like, ambush him and shit like that, right? Oh, audience, you can see the face that I'm making. Yeah, and then they also had, like, um, they had things where, like... Kyle Saki got taken off. He'll be back. He's just just got a ride, man. He's got a ride. (laughs) (laughs) They also have things like, uh, there was the... It might be annual or semi-annual. There was the nightgown or... Nighty, you'd be dressed in some clothes and then they had to tear the other one's clothes off and that was the win condition for the women right Ooh, uh, a new face a new face yeah no it was awful but i mean i was a child and and i wasn't as into it as almost anyone else i knew but i was mm-hmm. into it a little bit um and there was fun uh, drama just dumb storylines of like underdog comes through the ranks but then he turns evil and he's betraying the people that supported him and now Mm. you know like there's kind of the good guy factions and the bad guy factions and then anytime you kind of move the pieces on the chessboard it's kind of interesting you know so uh, it's kind of like real sports there's like real storylines and shit like that so i was always curious of this or i'm sorry i'm really tangenting here i don't i don't know how to feel about modern day the rock i think i like him did you not like him before 
Well, I mean, it's not that I hated him, but like he was just a wrestler and then he went into a bunch of like kind of basic like macho movie roles. Yeah. And he's kind of still there, but he's kind of been around long enough. Here's the thing, here's um that I I can't imagine I would like him as a person. Here's the thing with The Rock and also Terry Crews who I like more. Oh. Uh, they um represent this idealized form of masculinity is also coupled with a um at least an outwardly portrayed uh level of awareness, social awareness and um yeah, consideration that I feel like it's good that they are that, but also if it was not already under the pretext of here's a manly man, right. people would not like it or appreciate it as much and they wouldn't get as much credit for it. Oh, that's a great take. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that, but Terry Crews is he's twice the rock part of the rock that I like, which is yeah. kind of like his open and honesty kind but of But then also projection. he's like a good actor. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I think the rocks come a ways, but he doesn't do like super challenging roles either. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like but you're right. Like, they both do comedy is what they do well. And I feel like Terry Crews does it better. Yeah, I think he does. Well, I think he, I think he is. Despite the fact that the rock is like the, one of the biggest like movie stars right now, I think working every week on Brooklyn nine, nine is something I respect yeah. more as yeah. somebody in comedy uh, into which uh, Terry Crews is yeah. ahead of him in a way that doesn't and also, like, financially reward to be him. like deep into a character. Right, right. It's not just some two-hour one-shot thing where half yeah. of it's like an origin story. Um, anyway, so I don't know. I, I, it was just like the other day. I'm like, I think I really like The Rock. <laughs> Is that? Am I betraying everything I stand for? Is that bad? <laughs> You're am the I- last person to be like, I think I like The Rock, guys. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It felt weird, right? Yeah, it yeah. felt out of place. And so, I don't know. Just want to bounce that off you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I I mean, I think I think they're good and great, too. People, was your brother ever into wrestling or is that no, just presumptuous no. were you ever into it no you're just it? presuming because he was a big guy yeah yeah sure uh um no we were never into wrestling oh. were you ever into wrestling i mean yeah you, you talked well about- I, my brother was into like in my middle school like lunch table was like eight dudes super into wrestling mm. and then like me and like one other guy that were like i watch it once in a while yeah um and i probably went on a run of like maybe five months where I did watch it like every week and got into like the storylines and I kind of got out of it. But in the context of like my friends who were in it for like years, like that was kind of like a dipping her toe in the water. I don't know. I doubt it. Well, we'll see what she texts in. (laughs) (laughs) You have my phone, I guess. I mean, that that was, that was a household of five sisters. So Uh, much harder to crack that egg, I would think. Whereas this was kind of like, I mean, a lot of it was, this was like one of the higher rated things on like Sunday night, Monday night and Thursday night. So mm-hmm. there, it didn't have a ton of... Sh- I, I grew up in network television. Like I had five channels. One of them was wrestling. <laughs> right? So like, wait, it was this or it was they like... You started a- crashing your car into the wheat field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crash. The car is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was this or like a rerun of King of the Hill. And later I would come to really like King of the Hill and feel like a dumbass for missing any episodes. But you know, that was that was kind of it. Um... um- so, anyways, though it happened, we're still on episode two. Um, so, Tiger Mask and Ryu are gonna fight uh, Black Python and Tiger the Dark. And uh, it's, Tiger Mask doesn't even understand the rules of tag team. No, no, he does not. And Ryu is not worried enough about this because later Ryu gets in the ring and he starts getting his ass kicked. He is. He's just there to get. His he ass only gets his ass beat. Oh my god! He is... he, he is such. Uh, Street Fighter Season 2 Ryu and not at all Street Fighter Season 1 Ryu. No. To get all balance patch on you guys. 
but how many protagonists of shows that we watch don't understand the basic rules of what they're doing? We have Slam so Dunk. We ace have not it. Aim for Ace. Aim, aim for Ace. Slam Dunk, Aim for Ace. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I guess Yugi kind of didn't know stuff. Yugi's always learning the rules of the game. He's you're just right. Playing. He doesn't right. even know what fucking cards in his deck. He doesn't even fucking know. He's like, what does this do? Oh, it's a combo. Oh, I'm uh, figuring this out. It's like you built a combo deck, dude. Like baby steps. Baby steps. Um, the weird fake wizard chess. Ah, the demon ones where they. Oh, high school DXD. High school DXD. But he oh, doesn't know what the fuck is. Largely, up. One Punch Man doesn't understand the system that he's working no, in. No, he does not. Saitama knows that, or he's Saitama. Sorry, the other guy. I, I mean, I get so uh, fed up with like American cool guy protagonists who are like, I know this whole thing, and I'm cynical about everything. But then you watch enough anime where it's like, a, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm just gonna be the protagonist. It's like, can we find a middle ground? <laughs> you either have to be like the high school bully dick, yeah. or you have to be like whiny, whiny bitch kid. Right? Yeah. Which is what I complain about too much in this show. Uh, you're right. It's so polarizing. I, You know what? This is probably just a basic storytelling mechanic where, like, if the main character is naive, yeah. you learn about the world as they do. You're connecting with them the most. Okay. Yeah. Like, storytelling. Jesus. Stupid. Look at your ass. I just want something like... David realistic. Campbell or what's his name? Oh, Dan Harmon. No. I'm the guy who Dan Harmon likes to suck the dick of. This is not... I am so sorry. We're cutting so much of this shit out. What? What? I thought he had the story. Joseph cycle. Campbell. Anyways. Oh. Hero- look at your ass, Joseph Campbell. Hero's journey. Right. Hero's right, journey. right. 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 <sighs> uh, I want Rosencrantz and Guildenstone. I have never seen that. Um. I have never seen either. Okay. I have a good Rosencrantz and Guildenstone joke that I don't think is a good joke, but I'm going to tell you if you ask me. I would love to hear a Rosencrantz and Guildenstone joke. Uh. I don't read. I've never read Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Cause fuck that. I'm not gonna read a book that doesn't even have commas in it. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Oh my god, that's Th- I love that joke. Thank you. <laughs> that is so smart. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Jesus. great. I don't think that's gonna work anywhere. But that, it's, you can't um, do. It's beautiful. I could try it in San Cruz. Is the spelling of the names that joke has been alive it- since high school? Nice, nice. It's uh, marinating. Do, do the names spelled out read to do the joke in text, or does, is it purely based on how you pronounce it's it? It's Rosencrantz. It's purely on how you pronounce it. Okay, so you have to do this in stand-up, and no one is going to get it. Yes. <laughs> you you, you got to sit here, Santa Cruz. But man, th- guys, look, we talked Let, about- You know what? I'm just going to have a one-person audience of Lizzie Nolan. Ha, <laughs> ha. And 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 the Cody host. And the Cody host. Oh, we yeah. talk about standard boy too much on this. We talk about a lot of comedy stuff on this, but I, I just uh, I mean, look, we we have feelings and pain. And we need to share it with the world, and so it's not like we're getting money for this from places like Nature Box, ooh, or uh, uh, Mac Weldon's, ah, <laughs> or uh, um, the the mattress one. <laughs> I'd say our our webpage is built with Squarespace, but that would be defamation to Squarespace because our webpage is like on life support from like the first twenty minutes of effort I put in a year ago. <laughs> oh man, use product code Fanny to get twenty five percent added. Actually, don't use that product code. <laughs> product code Fanny. <laughs> spelled as you think it would be whatever you think just go for it it's the thought that counts anyways so um in the tag team match 
uh, uh, Tiger Mask just lets Ryu get beat the fuck up, and he doesn't let him. He says there was some nonchalant-looking pose. <laughs> but then he gets in. Uh, uh, Ryu finally manages to tap out, and Tiger Mask gets in, and he just basically beats P- Python's ass. As the announcer calls it, it's a locomotion. It's a locomotion. Come on, baby, do it. <laughs> And yeah, just like Zangief style, just the same suplex over and over and over again, like no reset. Um, And he he, uh, wins. He wins, and then we find out, ooh, who's next? Who's next? Red Dead, Red Mask, Death, Red Death Mask. Red Dead Redemption Mask. (laughs) And that's, so they stopped kind of the villain for the next episode. So this guy's kind of the big deal. It's going to take place over the next two-ish episodes. Well, the next episode is mostly flashbacking. Yeah, so this kind of explains that first episode because I was really confused and I was really glad this episode came. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, was it like fucking sweeps week? Like, why the fuck did we start without explaining that? Like, I feel like could we not start at the beginning? A, I feel like anime when I was first getting into it. This is the age of Naruto, and it may have just been Naruto, but I felt like it was much more flashback based, and then people got uh, tired of that. Oh. And so now it's like, uh, just start running, just start running. You gotta, you gotta hook them quick. Yeah, and so you know I get that. I, I. But if they're confused, that's the opposite. Yeah, I feel like a lot of animes that I see lately will give you just enough information to follow along with the first episode and try to dazzle you, which honestly I'm not against. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like this was maybe a hair short of enough information, but yeah. it ultimately worked out because we were getting. But a lot of it might have just been. Every character didn't have a different color of hair, so we just started conflating people, and it's like it might have been easier. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. But you're right; it did it did start exciting, and now episode three we're hooked, and now they're gonna be like, okay, let's go back and like really figure out what was that, what's um, going on. So this starts with like uh, just talking about Red Death Mask. Uh oh, this guy, the the old one of he's the most powerful guy in the GWM, which seems like an early time to bring out that character. <laughs> um, it's still not the Yellow King, but not it's, the it's Yellow King. The, what their current, like, their organizational chart, if you yeah. go to their internal employee website, he's, like, at the top. Yeah. Well, no, actually, it's Miss X, but then him. He's, uh, he's, he's a fancy boy. And then, cut to Takuma and his uh, Tiger Den buddy, Kevin. Kevin, just fucking we Kevin. Great buddy, so I love this. They go to Tokyo, great. I love their interaction. Kevin's like, hey, Takuma, show me around Japan. And Takuma's like, you have a car, right? Do it yourself. He's such a butthurt baby. He's such a little baby. Uh, the Golden Hotel is where they go in Japan or yeah. in Tokyo. And then we cut to Naoto and he starts training again. And as I said earlier, he trains in like what looks like a haunted house. Yeah, old abandoned mansion So, deal. Cody, I want to, in the Halloween spirit, when this will not be airing but is being recorded, if you had to train in one haunted house for the fight of your life, what would it be? You're asking me to name a famous haunted house? Yeah. I would, I guess, train at the Winchester Mystery House, and I would say, run up and down all the stairs, which would include finding all the stairs, <laughs> and that would probably tire me the fuck out. Nice. Okay, what haunted house would you train in? Um, I would train in, ooh, just any house in Maine. I just assume you're haunted if you this live in New England. About Maine. Is it is it the um, Stephen King? Stephen King, yeah. uh, um, the racist monster guy. <laughs> what? The guy who was racist and made all the stuff about monsters like Cthulhu. 
Oh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. He's one of those guys that, like, I didn't know he was racist, but I'm absolutely, totally believing you when you tell me that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like Tolkien. It's like, yeah, probably. Cor- every, this, all this Tolkien's was, racist? Makes sense. Yeah. I hadn't heard that, but. All this shit was black people and Jews, right? It wasn't their yeah. fantastical monsters. And yeah. now we enjoy them in a way that we feel is not racist, but mm, questionable source material. Yeah. Uh, we enjoy them now because we cast them as white people. <laughs> that's so you problematic our way to the <laughs> PC Holy Land. I don't know. Uh, Someday, baby. Uh, anyway, that was a fun tangent. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, he trains in a giant weightlifting tri- hamster wheel. Yeah, that's fun. He's got like some sort of like cyborg, like uh, Rosimov. Yeah, he's got, got a name for his Russian or whatever. He's uh like punching dummy guy. Yeah, so they they have their separate uh, uh, deals. They have the training flashback, and I know I talked about how if there's French wrestling, that would be the gayest thing. But well, their training flashback might be a cl- give a real close run because they're both doing squats like right six inches away from each other, and they do a thousand. And then they like both fall on the floor, and they look at each other like, "Yeah, we did it." <laughs> it's <was> very completion looking. <laughs> yeah, it's very like Rocky one through three. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, one um, guy, one guy in the gym is named Billy the Kidman, which I loved. I love. Oh no, that. that was one of the Americans. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep. There's two groups here, and I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah. So to I think them. they're from. So they are part of the New Japan Pro Wrestling, their gym. But then when the Americans came to fight, they only fought people from that gym, which was confusing. Yeah, this was supposed to be like an East versus West thing, but it it didn't really. Yeah, and they said that, like, oh, we're a rental gym. Like, if you guys are such low shit, why were you the ones fighting this? How did you keep out this monopoly of a world power with your fucking rental gym piece of shit? How'd you do that? Anyway, so we find out how Takuma got involved with the Tiger's Den, which is after um, his daddy-o. We go back through the beginning sequence of the Oh, oh, there's a crazy thing um, of Daisuke. uh, So this is before the match where it gets fucked for life <laughs> oh he's in a wheelchair yeah he's in like a mental institution dude like yeah wow like i i know there's a american football based anime out there i hope they don't spend time like recuperating like the effects of cte with their players because <laughs> that was like right up the gate with this show was like they like he's he's slow now and yeah. he sits in his chair and stares at the birds and i'm like yeah. fuck Oh boy, um, <laughs> that's so sad. It is the fuck. This is arguably a kids' show based on the lack of boobs and swearing and yeah, killing, right? Like, so uh, he in this flashback, it's Dicegate, the guy who gets destroyed, being like, "Hey, great news, everyone! We're gonna fight the uh, global wrestling monopoly. You're gonna fight this guy, and you guys are gonna fight each other, and I'm gonna fight Yellow Devil. It's gonna be great." And it has this like sitcom music. Like, there's nothing foreboding about this scene. <laughs> it seems like a comedy bit. It's like we're moving on up. This is the big time for them, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's pounded. It's like fucking if someone said, "Hey, everyone, we got the Zeppelin. It's been so cool. We're just gonna get <laughs> up in it. We're gonna be in the sky. We're gonna have so much fun." <laughs> then funny. later, after Daisuke gets uh, paralyzed for life, Jesus Christ. Uh, we cut to Takuma in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's approached by Miss X's former 
Mr. X. Yeah, so Mr. In the, X. In the original show, Mr. X was the leader of the Tiger yeah. dad, and now and it's And I Miss just want to say, hey, Virginia Slims, you've come a long way, baby. We can take characters who used to be gross old men uh, and make them ladies with their boobs out. Gross middle-aged women. <laughs> she, I don't know if she's middle-aged. Uh, I, I, she's probably surprisingly... I would not be surprised if she was surprisingly unmiddle-aged. That's yeah, yeah, that's actually true. What was actually cool is Haruna was nineteen because yeah. a character that looks as young as she does I in know. anime is usually I was thirteen. So right? happy! I thought she was so thirteen. All right, so that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so what? This is the split between the two main characters. Is this guy was offered to go to the bad guy place to train, and they even said like, "If you want revenge on me, like come no, yeah, get yeah. as good as me, and then you'll get revenge." And he was like. Yeah, yeah and deal. then Naoto, what happened to him? Well, he was just hanging out in that rental gym. The one guy told him, go home, we're closed. And he just started doing squats. In the dark by himself, just squatting away. And then mysterious old man from Home Alone uh, Kintano shows up. <laughs> comes over and is like, hey, I used to be Yellow Devil. Uh, Need any brake pads? Yeah. No? Okay, well then, I'll train you to defeat him. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, oh, they talked about how Tiger Mask left the tiger's den to help underprivileged children. Yeah. And I wonder if those underprivileged children were doing drugs. I hope they were not even, like, under... I, I got the impression in the show they meant, like, wrestlers who were not, mm. like, in the system. But I, I hope it means, like, he was on the south side of Chicago, like, like I teaching, you're like, wrestling. English is Somehow English you're class. wrestling to help children read. Hey, did I? that was, like, what, season, on, like, season three of The Wire? Season four of The Wire? Yeah. That was a thing? I guess so. A guy gets out of prison, and he tries to start a gym as a way to, like, have a good oh, life. Oh, yeah? He's actually a really cool character. It's That's a really good cool. show. He takes some ill-gotten money, but, you know, you gotta... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get. You gotta get. You gotta get. Anyway, so Red Devil, Red Death arrives, and we get some poetry from a journalist. <laughs> uh, uh, Edgar Allan Poe, we visited that bro before. Who is referred to as E.A. Poe. Oh, you're right. I missed that. It's like, it's in the game. <laughs> E.A. Poe. It's in the game. It's in the books. <laughs> Fuck you. You co-opted my bit. God damn it. <laughs> bit copped. Aha. Uh-huh. It's bit copping season. I'm surprised you even know that slogan. I think it was discontinued in like 2003. I am not 12 years old. In 2003, you I were? I am twice 12 years old. In 2003, you were nine. Yeah, I watched, I knew video games when I was nine. <laughs> you were playing sports games? You were playing Madden when you were nine? I saw commercials when I was nine. That's oh, all I knew. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I think commercials. That's you forget That's that fair. you can operate on base level shallow knowledge i i'm just i was saying nhl 94 is the only hockey game worth playing and you were one <laughs> go sharks hey you want me to see one more time <laughs> do you do you like hockey um no but i don't like hate it like yeah. it's a do you actually a sometimes care sport. about the sharks no, but they they live up the street, yeah. and so it's a fun like the once a year I go to a sharks game with friends. It's a good time, and the yeah. years I don't go to them, I'm like I should have gone to a sharks game this year. Like it's just kind of like it's nice and brisk and cool, which I is like, like fun. You can like eat nachos. And... I've never. I would have to be someone would have to be fucking me to get me to like hockey. <laughs> oh, that's like the it. one sport that when I say fucking me, I mean like in a relationship. <laughs> but that's a, that and actually wrestling. Are the one like dude sports that I could see myself ever getting into? 
that you could see yourself. Yeah. Interesting. But cool. maybe not. I don't know. You mean real wrestling or like entertainment wrestling like this? Entertainment wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you go, say, like, someone in the ilk of Lizzie Nolan, friend of the show, calls oh, you up and it's yes. like, six of us are going to a Sharks game. Yes. You're on board, but like you're not gonna like, get invested in like the no, sport of it, no, right? No, it's just like a fun time thing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Only if like I, I have to share it with someone. This is me, where like the version of my life where I am negotiating living with a heterosexual man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, where you have to be uh, in- interested in the playoffs. Mm. Oh, the playoffs with their games. And the points don't get me started on the points. I feel like um, hockey is a more interesting version than soccer. Yeah. Um, shots fired, anyone that doesn't live in the US. Uh, but there is a strangely out of place regressive element to hockey that like fighting is built into the game. I like that. <laughs> I think that's bullshit. I hate that. I feel like we're, we are all allowed to be children for no reason. And to uh, make the sport uh, physically worse uh, because this was part of the heritage and part of our dad's dad's hockey. And it's stupid. And I, I feel like I want to play a board game. I don't want to to be Saint Say out there. I'm not invested in the rules and the shit because I'm never going to play this game. So I want to see at least some form of human drama. So that's why the wrestling. That's why if you get in uh-huh. a real fight, those are real emotions. It, there's there's checking in hockey which is cool and violent like t- tackling in football yeah. um but in football they don't let you break out into a brawl yeah. and stand back and let some very important player possibly get hurt there's there's players on yeah. hockey teams who are just good enough to play hockey but are there specifically for the fighting to fight the better player on That's the opposite so team they're called the goons yeah okay i can see if you're so detached from it yeah there is like a a fun element to that <laughs> being somebody else's problem yeah but I it's know, toxic I to the sport it's a real life like oh we're really gonna let this be like the 80s version of the 80s yeah, movie version? exactly it's hockey's still stuck in the 80s Right? It's like football. It's like every sport in the 80s. But, like, it's still hockey. And if you say, like, oh, yeah, the goon on that team, like, people know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Like, that, like, formalized. Ugh. They might be fantasy points for it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> at this point, there might as well be. Like, it's... Okay. I, I shouldn't get that worked up over hockey because I ultimately... It's sport number 12 that I care about. And I only care about mm. one sport. Uh, but that's... Also, that's the I like thing that... things... I guess from watching figure skating, I have, like, come accustomed to watching uh, things on ice. Yeah. It's... That element's very nice and elegant. And it's really cool to see them. Even to see, like, the... um the referees or whatever, like elegantly like sway back and forth yes. from the action. And then like the puck comes right at them and they have to like jump and like put their like hands up on the side to like not influence the direction of the puck if they can help it yeah. or whatever. And it's like, they, they have to be very nimble out there. Yeah, It's kind of cool. cool. We're going to have to watch this figure skating anime eventually. So we I hope, I hope you get over it. your shit and get ready to do it. Yeah. I just have to expect, except that it's no longer something I follow. Cause I'm, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I'll I'll just pick it up in the when the Olympics come around like everyone else does. Yeah, that's is that that's healthy. Is that twenty twenty? I think that might be twenty this year. Twenty this year. Twenty eighteen. I don't know. The next one's Korea, right? Yeah, Pyeongchang. But then Yuna the one Kim negotiated for that. What up, babe? Who? She's um. Oh, like people would argue the greatest figure skater ever. I don't Ooh. know. Yeah, but she's never finished off the podium. That's pretty good. Wow. Um, she's she's a very good figure skater. She's Korean, and part of the thing that makes her so amazing is she did not. 
She didn't come from like America or Japan or Russia, these big federations. She came from little old Korea. Ah, but so, now they're stacked short form speed skating, but not figure yeah, skating, you're saying? Yes. I see. That's cool. And then we know the one after that in 2020 is Japan because that's when Akura happens, right? Yes. Or 2019 is when Akura yeah. happens. All right, so um, episode four. Anyway, so Red Death in the next episode, just a little more more introduction to him. Then also, uh, I had it written at the time. Ryu do tries to pick up a miner. Didn't know she was not a miner at that time. <laughs> yeah, and she just like pushes. It is a little fun little. She reacts the way I react to everyone who's like uh, has any actual interest in me. It was like, a, oh, I need to be in that location right away from here. <laughs> <laughs> But if they're bullying me at a bar, you'll be like their best friend. Yeah. Oh, Shots yeah. fired. Sorry. Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> if I can make Cody feel uncomfortable, I'll ignore And you're not part of the equation. Me. Yes. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> Water on the bridge. Uh, so this guy's big deal is he's big and he's red and he grabs you by the and face. And he has great lipstick. He's got black, uh, beautiful lipstick. He's got like three eyes on his mask or something. He's great. I love this dude. Um, and he like grab you in the face and like seemingly like crack your skull or something. There was so much like like oak tree bending sound. Yeah, you were on a Viking ship in this in this episode. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> and um, fucking Ryu is again the sacrificial lamb here, and he's like excited. He's like, oh yeah, I'll go out there first. No big yeah. deal. And it's like, dude, you're going to die. You're gonna be dead. And it was one. It wasn't one punch. It was one face grab. And yeah, yeah, like twice or three times, we thought his face was cracked and his face was full of blood. And he still said no. He didn't want to submit. Um, and then he went lifeless when he was being held up in the air. Which, if you are a referee in any sort of martial combat situation, if someone goes blank, the like, fight's over. Yeah. Like within seconds, they the fight and has to be over. And then he gets like thrown down and onto one of the bars. Monster- oh yeah, he throws him into a turnbuckle and does even more damage. Yeah. So I'm not sure if Ryu shows up later in this episode, but he seems dead. He, if he's still alive, he's definitely going to the old folks' home. <laughs> Uh, with 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 Papa, whatever. Uh, Papa Takuma, just like yeah, hanging out, looking at birds. <laughs> so oh. that was it. It was crazy. Uh, and so that that was like the preliminary match, and then um. Oh, then we have that scene of uh, Naoto remembering when he met Haruna and Haruna just ignoring that she got had no job because of him. Yeah, she's like, oh, remember when I cried all that time and you ruined my life? Oh, yeah. man. Remember that was you back before I... made me cry and you didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even know each other? That was back before I realized how important it was that my uncle adopted That's you. That's before I realized d- how important the lives of... of the lives were. and ambitions of men are compared <laughs> to me. It was an opportunity to be a cute agent. <laughs> kind of a big deal. A little bit of a big deal. <laughs> Oh, there's a great sequence when Miss X is talking to the GWM wrestlers, and she's like, Mike, Kevin, Tiger Zadok. Yes, I have that here, too. That's, that's just their names. Like, like it's Tiger Mike the Dark. Kevin. It's Mike Tiger and Kevin. Three equally menacing, just, just soldiers in your army, Stratego style. Okay, so uh, there was one match between the main match, which is uh, the Dark. Uh, just oh, fighting yeah, some the dude. buddy match. He's fighting Kevin. Yeah. And they then, went to Fuji together. They're buds. They are, but no one cares, and there's no one in the stands. I know. And he's oh, all my God. That was so sad. I was like, he's just big like all, mood. Yeah. And so I'm assuming this will fester later into him being jealous of like Tiger Mask or something like that. But for the moment, we don't get it. I think he's above this. I think he's only trying to get powerful to 
by um, Yellow Devil. Okay, so his like march off could either be seen as like aloof and stern, or it could be seen as like butthurt. And so yeah. either way, like you're right, he was he he wasn't like oh what an important fight. He's and, the character or trope that I I am seeing him being the like more reserved counterpart to the protagonist, the our dragon prota- to his Saya. Yes, but at the same time, our protagonist is so reserved because he has no personality. <laughs> So it's a little difficult. It's a little difficult. We're all wearing masks, okay? (laughs) Persona! (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oh, before the matching starts, uh, Red red Mask beats the fuck out of Tiger. He cuts the lights, sneak attack, backstabs him, and then just like wails on him. And then the announcer, everyone rushes the stage, including the announcer. So as a performer, you know that I... Especially when it comes to stand up, get really butt hurt about professionalism with people. <laughs> I like I'd say all of your creative endeavors, you would you would do that. I give yeah, butt hurt about professionalism. <laughs> but like these fuckers are just like walking in and like cutting the lights, making it hard for the people who run the facilities, not listening to anyone. And I would go insane. Well, that this I was he- watching this and I was just like, there are people who are jobs you're making so much harder than they need to be. You're definitely you were the color guy in the booth because he got so mad he threw off his headset and rushed the stage with everyone else and he's just I an love old man. That guy. And then he just like got his ass smacked and he came back and he was like, "Well, that didn't work or whatever." And the other guy continued to commentate. He's like, that "My partner so is hilarious. running on the stage and now getting beat up." That was so hilarious. And I wish we had seen that. I can't believe they didn't show us that. Right, even just like one like backhand that would just send him flying or something. Oh, and then uh, uh, tie the red mask uses tummy claw. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does a he does a regular claw first. And we think, oh no, just like before, it's going to be the end. But then, um, uh, uh, Seiya comes to his senses and like, uh, he's, he he crumples his wrist. Mm. He's got like a Cody wrist, despite how strong his grip <laughs> is or whatever. And so he's like, oh no, he's, uh, and then he he, he uh uh he says it same with ti- Tiger, the same with Dragon. I mean, he he thinks he's... of all his friends and shit. Or is oh, that I was going to say he finds the um the strength of the person and destroys it. Oh yeah, the weakness. And then and then yeah, he goes for the stomachs. He's got like two moves. Boo. Oh, sorry. This is when he crushes his wrist, and then it's like, what's next? And then oh no, he can do the he can do the claw with his left hand. He's am- ambi claw dexter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you said, um, Seiya, he's being held by the face, but then he thinks about his friends. You're right. Here, it's where it is. And then he he he's like, fuck that, and he does a. He gets thrown, but then he does a flip, and then he kicks the shit out of Red Death. Yeah, he gives him some serious Chun Li light- lightning legs. Well, yeah, to the face. He's, he gets he's more kick based than most of these guys. Yeah, or whatever. His mask at this point is like a dark orange. Like the, the blood is like oh, mixed yeah, in with yeah. like the, like, the tiger shit. Oh, talk about the dry clean. <laughs> And that's basically uh, how, as far as we got. Yeah, and he's even like, "What's what's next week's villain?" And Miss X is like, "You'll just have to see." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that was really fun. Yeah, this is, this was fun. I, I'm not super on board to keep going with it, but oh yeah, no. I um, mean, it, it's a cool premise. It's it's kind of the more fun part of Saint Seiya. Yeah. Because once once Saint Seiya kind of got away from the ring, it kind of felt a little less structured like, and floated around. Doing, and there was some fun, uh, especially female characters in this. Um, yeah. Uh, it was cool. I was glad to see. I was glad to see what 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 a, a professional wrestling base show would be. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Where and they and that was really cool how they walked that line between like it's more real than than wrestling, but it's still a business, kid. Yeah. Still need that moxie. Yeah, work it, buddy. <laughs> 
Um, good recommendation. Good. Thank you so much. The, the Christian clown number one of York. <laughs> He's the guy who went to Christian clown college. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> we talked about the Amy Shank episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what's that in the distance? So, Cody, do you want to guess our most listening to city this week? I, I believe it's Tlacopaque, Mexico. Oh, that's not what I found. Oh, no. I really wanted to be talking about Mexico. <laughs> well, we'll do both. It's not Saratoga, is it? That's what I saw. Well, that's the Bay Area. Fuck. Um, that's just, know, that's just friend Steven of the show. Stil- Spielberg's from Saratoga? Oh, that's cool. Let's name our favorite Steven Spielberg movies really quick. Indiana Jones. I, oh. I one. Think... <laughs> Four? Whatever one he did. I'm trying to think of a Steven Spielberg movie I like, actually. They're never bad. Like, I fucking I didn't... hate E.T. That hate... gross-ass looking motherfucker. Oh, fucking Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Jurassic... Love Jurassic Park. I feel like there's a very low... Or, I'm sorry, there's a very high floor on all those movies. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't... They're not garbage. They're, they're not garbage. They're well-made. Uh, I even liked AI despite the end. Yeah. You know, I was interested the whole way. You know? Or, or like, yeah. War of the Worlds wasn't a big deal, but, like, I was, like, lit paying attention. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I suspect that uh, we had a ton of listens from friend of the French show, friend of the friend of the show T listened to a lot of episodes this week, and he lives in Saratoga, ah, which shit. is why I was like, I don't think that should count. And we had a much more interesting city. Okay, well, let's talk about this now. Talacapaque, uh, Mexico, is notable to me because um, me and my wife and her own person, That's your... who are from uh, South San Jose, when we first moved here, our favorite uh, Mexican restaurant uh, was Talacapaque. We called it Taco Paga. I think it was Taco Paga restaurant or something like that. Oh, cool. It was the first Mexican food to really convince me that uh, carnitas was a thing that you should, it, that you can be about. I grew up in Wisconsin. We had a lot of Mexican food in Wisconsin, but it was always like, it's beef, it's shredded beef, it's it's uh, ground beef, it's steak, or it's chicken. Mm. We didn't do fish a lot. And pork was kind of seen as a lesser meat to me growing up. Oh, really? And then I went to this restaurant, and I was like, Carnese was kind of what they were known for. And I got it, and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, it was kind of fattier and, like, kind of greasier, and that you're, was enough to, like... You're a big pork boy, right? Well, n- no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what boy. that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, I think this is the only <laughs> time I, I, I get pork uh, in and of itself. Like, very rarely would I ever take it over beef, but this mm. this place was where it was at. Let me hit you with this. Cow tongue. Yeah, I hear that's really good. I love it in burritos because it will just... I like a burrito meat that will not endanger the structure of the burrito. And a oh. cow tongue will just like come right off of that bite. And it's still satisfying. Kinda it's like meat and it's thing. so soft. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I guess it's because it gets more... I don't know. It's a, a more gentler muscle or something. Oh. So this is part of the Guadalajara... Unless you're talking about a mouthy cow. The sassy cows have sassy cow worse tacos, but the uh, the meek <laughs> cows are. That's where it's at. We raise meek and unassuming cows in this farm. <laughs> Premium cow tongue. <laughs> cows who don't assert themselves or act as advocates for themselves. A cow that has never said yellow leather, red leather. Not once. <laughs> this cow never thinks to air their own thoughts or ideas, and they'd rather just 
Go with the path of least resistance socially. <laughs> this cow definitely does not know how to blow a bubble. <laughs> I don't know how to blow a bubble or whistle. I'm really like... Hey, no whistling club. No whistling club. Uh, so you're going to give me some information about this beautiful place, Tlacopaque. It's um, it's part of a metro region with Guadalajara, Ooh. which is huge in South Mexico City. And I thought if we looked up poetry from there, that's where we should look it up and not... Because <laughs> it's like... Got a, it. It's like a two million metro area kind of deal. Uh, we loved this Mexican restaurant so much, we named one of our laptops after it. Because uh, all our laptops are lappy. Some... Some play off the term lappy which is from strong bad or whatever um and so we had <sighs> lappy slappy and then finally we had to lappy packy uh Aww. so this is what was a favorite place and so I, I didn't even know it was a region like i didn't even know this was named after something i didn't know if it was like a, a proper noun or what um and so when i saw that we have listeners there or traffic redirected from there uh it was kind of a big deal and then i was like fuck saratoga Hope Courtney doesn't want to talk about Saratoga. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, kind of aggro. I'm on, I'm on Poetry Soup, and I don't know if this is like, none of these dudes look like they're dudes from Mexico. A lot of white people in Guadalajara, maybe? I don't know. Uh-oh. I, instead of talking about poetry, I'm going to talk about Pepe Guizar, who I hope that's how you say his name, probably not. A Mexican poet, composer, poet, and musician he composed the song Guadalajara, a popular mariachi song. They are known for the that is like this is like mariachi like ground zero or whatever. Yes, so that's cool. Let's see if we can find some poetry by this fu- fool. Fu- <laughs> fucking fool! <laughs> this fucking fool! Can I have to do that line again? Let's see if we can find some poetry by this guy. I shouldn't refer to um, probably national treasures as fuckers. <laughs> this or is fools. Be, or fools? He's not. He's not either. I can't find any poetry by this guy, but he does do poetry also. Uh, his tune, A Poco No, can be heard in the film Citizen Kane. Yeah, hey. Hey. I have never seen Citizen Kane, and it was spoiled for me like it is for everyone, and I'm like, do I still need to watch it? Yeah, it's still a good movie. Did now, you watch it in your mo- fancy film school? <laughs> yes, it was in the film class that was good. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I'm so San jealous. Jose State, I'd... I'm jealous I'm not taking film class. Ooh, he was called the musical painter of Mexico. Now I really wish we... Whoa. I feel like legally we can't play his music, but, you know, we've probably heard his music. I mean, I know I have. I've watched Citizen Kane. Anyways, um, so Pepe Guizar, a great dude from Guadalajara. Maybe, you know what, musician? I bet he went to Tlacopaque for a gig several times. Yeah, that's right I there. bet he had tons of bars he'd go into in Tlacopaque. <laughs> he like. Hey, you know Guadalajara? I wrote that shit. You know Chapala? I wrote that shit. You know Cinti? You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I wrote that shit. Escribo la caca. Did you just make that up? Uh, it's, I wrote, I, I think I said I write the shit. <laughs> but... You know what? For a high school education that was you know many you t- did, years ago. You, you tried. <laughs> I tried. Oh, okay. Uh, Tlacopaque, thank you so much. If you're still listening, T.Y. Thanks. Thanks. Thank thanks, thanks you so Bernard. much. Thanks, Fanny. Get back. Get back in rah, there. Rah, I can't be silenced. Rah. Fanny, why don't you invite your friends out to like party with us? You know? Oh, I would never 
spaniel here. I've never associated with such a, a low-class parrot. Ron. Why, why, why did he go behind that screen to get Faniel to say that? I don't know. Faniel's really weird. Faniel, pretty weird too. Faniel is chill. Yeah, that guy's a bro. I love that guy. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, fans. Thank you. This has been and non-fans who listen <laughs> for any reason. Yeah. Hey. I, I, this is the uh, episode of Anime and French Power. Goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.